episode of Speakers of Fightland is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mictor Robintow, Edwin, Anathos Moonscar, Pamela Isley, Elenriel Maximus, Codruth Novelist, Mira Miri, Celeste Notrell, Lazy Boy, A Wild Sarah, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Kylin, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Saipup, Spencer Christmas, Noy Fafnir, Celine Delune, Wobsterwolf, Severa, Sirka Barakil, AJ Brainswordson, Kazran, Ventos Tia, Edward Allond, Nat Clay, Gregorium, Cafe, Ryark Forbear, and Pizza Pockets. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Highland. Good evening, Aorcians. Welcome to Speakers of Island, episode 600, 356. Whoa. Whoa. I am joined today by Gary Wiston, Melvanadar, and Rollo Des. Oh. We've made a this whole year year's. worth of episodes today. Watch one a day and you fill out a year, but you can't because only I can do that because I'm the only one yeah. who still has all the episodes. <laughs> um, um, you know, we're nine days off of a full year. How do you huh? mean? Watch it's the specials. 365 days in a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Restart so we don't look stupid. No, no, no. Keep this in. <laughs> I... Oh, never mind. No, that never mind. What what calendar are we on? The reason, yeah, we're the reason a, I was so quick to go for that is because I, I knew we were getting close to like yeah, we were get, yeah, and it looked like it yeah at a distance yeah at a distance it was padding you know it was a, a an anagram of three six in nine in nine weeks we will have made one episode uh, sorry <laughs> but only Dukeel will be able to watch it. Again. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll do, do that, that joke, joke again. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look forward to it. Um, it is June twenty fourth, twenty twenty three, and um, it is uh, a calm week in terms of fourteen um, because it mm. is the launch week of sixteen. So uh, most focus has been shifted to that. Um, but uh, we will be talking about patch six point four one today, and uh, we'll be talking about upcoming uh, events and. We'll be talking about an upcoming event. Uh, there's only one. Um, stay tuned for the post. Also, we'll be reading lots of mug mail today. Uh, Speakersxiv.com slash mug mail. Stay tuned for the post show. We'll be reading questions from the syndicate. And as usual, speakersxiv.com slash mods2023. All right. Uh, let's uh, go into recent events.
Yes, we are starting off with the upcoming event. Make Ooh. it rain. It's back, baby. Oh. Um, it's that time of year when there aren't any real events, so they do make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> Get your MGP. Make was, lots. Yeah. I thought this was earlier in the year because it feels like the gap between make it rain and whatever the last event was, uh, it was is massive. Yeah. Was it Easter? Easter last? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the beginning yeah. of April, Yeah. Gosh. Uh, so, uh, starting June 30th um, until July 17th, we'll be having Make It Rain, um, giving Thriller Seekers the chance to earn 50% more MGP. The campaign attendant offers... Two weeks. That seems really long. Mm. Yeah. The campaign well, attendant offers discounts on a range of incredible prizes, such as furnishings that allow you to play Gold Saucer minigames in the comfort of your estate hall. Too late for that, we already have. <laughs> uh, join the festivities and rake in the rewards. Um, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's it. Oh yeah, also the, the one line of text we get to for the quest. Uh, Kipiakia needs help penning her next hit article. That was very Norwegian. Kipi that was very Norwegian. Jackia. I think I've always pronounced as Jackia, but I don't think there's any pronunciation guide for no. how Mikote names work. No. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, it's going to be a bit of a light one this year, I I envisage, with that as the only thing yeah. to know. Um, but I'm always happy to be pleasantly surprised because the mystery ones have been very oh. good. Mm. Mm -hmm. So. Well, we know what the reward is. It's uh, Wind Up Godbert. That's cool. It's a nice minion. Yeah. Look how detailed he's... his massive head is. He's yeah. a cute little guy. Yeah. yeah. Who's surprised that he's got a shirt on? Me, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's, that Maybe is surprising. Maybe we'll like a Godbert unhinged but, for the relic or something. But also, I don't think we've ever seen a mammoth without a shirt on. I feel like the world isn't ready for that. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We have to set a standard and live by it. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. That's... Uh, I mean, there's not much to say about it. It's... If you... If make you it rain. If you are so inclined, you can make a lot of MGP during this period of time. Yes. There's but, also, like, discounts on, on a lot of yeah, things as well. Yeah, you so. can get a lot of extra stuff. So if you want the mounts... Yeah. For it. Are the mounts discounted? I don't think they are, right? I think it's only well, it's yeah, select... everything. Oh, everything! I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure everything is okay. Like everything that's like in the like the the mounts aren't. Just, I thought they were. I'm pretty. I don't remember. I don't remember. Ooh. So I I'm not gonna say yes. anything about it. But whatever, you'll find out. Select goods. Let's just say select items <laughs> are are fifty percent off or yeah. discounted. I should say not even fifty percent discounted. Yeah, fill up your boots with all of the cactuar glamours that you obviously can't, you know, you can't fill out your cactuar glamour section, your glamour log yet, but right. have them on hand for when that's added. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to a story that I think we talked, we talked about covering at some point, but there was no, like, real source uh, back then. Uh, Yoshi P tried to quit the board of directors, he was suffering from success. And yeah. um, he, Square was like, don't leave. Um, Please, baby, I can change. Yeah. Don't do <laughs> uh, Yoshida, uh, so this is a quote from a um, Dutch article. 
um, wow. where he said so so Netflix. this this was already Social like media. this was apparent this was like a story that was like i don't remember if it was in the press or if it was just like rumors uh, like going around but there i do distinctly remember that we were considering covering this at some point but we didn't know because there was no source so here it is um yoshida's been part of the board of directors since the 14th game has been uh, successful which he doesn't like as much quote i recently tried to quit that work but the company didn't agree with it i don't want to be in the board it's much more fun to just make games end quote um he doesn't understand colleagues who want to enter the board quote they probably just want to make a ton of money but you can also just do that as a game developer end quote there you go <laughs> okay. uh, i mean yeah it's i wouldn't I mean, being on any kind of board directors kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you're no longer really part of game development. It's like upper management, yeah. senior level position. Mm -hmm. Never going to be able to do what you want. Yeah. Well, there is a benefit to it because it allows him a greater degree of freedom in projects that he actually wants to pursue. But That's yes, true. I imagine it is also annoying to have to deal with. Yeah. It's kind of, he loses a bit, but gains a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so if you were wondering how he feels about being on the board, doesn't doesn't he's it. not loving it. <laughs> so uh, he's doing it out of uh, as an obligation, I guess. He does it because he has to. Uh, all right. Um, Six point four one was released. Um, I guess there's not. I this is not a big patch to talk about, but we'll yeah. we'll look at it real quick. But um, let's see. Uh, we'll have it here. Um, mostly fixes relating to, um, Golba's Extreme and some other stuff, but, um, let's see here. So, uh, Pandemonium Abyssal Savage Echo has been applied, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, 10%. Mm -hmm. That's the middle 10. Yeah. Uh, and then for s resolved issues, um... There we go. The issue in the Voidcast Dias and the Void Voidcast Dias Extreme were in the target of Golbez's double meteor standing on top of one another caused his knockback effect to function incorrectly. Um, it which... causes the knockback to transfer yeah. from the person with the knockback to the meteor person standing on top of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an issue in the Voidcast Dias Extreme uh, wherein Golbez executing Eventide Triad triad or even tied fall caused him to stop moving under certain conditions i don't think we ever oh saw well that, that would have been nice we we never I don't got think that, that would have been no. an issue as long as you stand in correct position still yeah yeah um other than that i don't know if there's any like cool things cool things interesting uh, things. there was Super the notable. issue where mm. machinists thought they were better at content than they realized because the hp of the stone sky c was too low yeah so machines players going into content they didn't deserve to be in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't laugh like that. <laughs> this is also an interesting issue that has been fixed. An issue in the island sanctuary wherein furnishing glamours could not be seen by other players visiting an island. That's no. That would be annoying if you wanted to have a gathering with your fellows. Yeah. Um... Look what I've done with the place. It's just empty. <laughs> wow, it looks empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, other minor issues as well has been addressed, but that's, that's the patch. Uh, so next patch is 
that's the point five. Point so that will be the yeah. relic and all that cool stuff that we're actually excited for. Mm -hmm. But that'll be point four in five is probably. I would say a month away. Yeah, uh, it's normally eight. It's normally eight weeks under the current schedule. Eight weeks after the initial patch release, so everyone should have mm -hmm. the um. The what's it called? Tome weapon. Yes, Tom. thank you. Oh yeah. So like late July, like 18th or 25th. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and then we have to talk talk about um, Final Fantasy 16 um, because it is launch <laughs> week, and um, the Japan's greatest comedian has once again <laughs> struck um, on the Final Fantasy 14 Twitter. Um, the following message was posted just a few... Was it yesterday or a couple of days ago? Uh, producer and director of Final Fantasy XIV, Naoki Yoshida here. Congrats on the launch of the latest Final Fantasy. Once things settle down, we should chat about a collab. Oh, this is a quote tweet for 16's launch tweet. I recommend giving hashtag Final Fantasy XVI a try, Warriors of Light. It's our newest Final Fantasy title, at least until our next patch launches. Was that a real... Right. Twitter thing, you know how on Twitter some hashtags. Yes, it is a it is a yeah. real Twitter thing. Yeah. That's yeah. neat. Yeah, uh, it is neat. But there is something that annoys me about this tweet, and I imagine Lakeel might know what it is. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> it is something you've complained about before. Um, specifically in this tweet, it's the fact that it would be better if it was on screen, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, um, we don't have. Uh, it. The it's the fact that fourteen is in Roman numerals oh, and then sixteen yeah. is in yeah. numbers. Yeah. They do it just for you, just yeah. to know you in particular, yeah. I think. Yeah. Also, I didn't even I like think about it, but now I do. Every time Final Fantasy fourteen has just a patch, it automatically becomes the newest Final Fantasy game. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe with expansions, maybe you could say expansions, that. But... Sure, but expansions are like side games. So they're like 10 to, you know, 13, 13 you know, lightning return. Yeah. Like the side games. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've mentioned this. I think we might have alluded to it, but uh, did we talk about how 11 is not doing so well? Oh, yeah, I think so. Mm, no, I don't think so. There's a little bit of fear in the 11 community now that uh, 11 might be looking at uh, uh, the end. Well, there was, I think, yeah. Hold on. Didn't we say something about them scaling back their we did. Uh, updates or whatever? Yeah, I think I we guess. talked so about they, that. Yeah, they scaled it up because they were going to have that new. It was weird because they and then they scaled yeah, it down again. They were they were preparing to even launch what looked like some sort of like expansion esque mm. uh, thing, and then all of a sudden they were like, "No, uh, we're going to go into maintenance mode very soon." So uh, eleven is. I, but I I think Eleven should have gone into maintenance mode after Rhapsody's of Anadeel because that's that was supposed to be the end of the game. But you know, good they got a second wind and now oh. now it is over. Very, I think very very brief wind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do we know what what caused the second wind? Uh, 
I remember it got a bit popular with streamers because some big people yeah. wanted to play the level. Ninja played it. So maybe they thought oh, yeah. if lots of people are suddenly playing it, maybe we should get the team together and then, for one last hurrah. And then creators, other creators, 14 creators went yeah. back. I mean, we went back. <laughs> we caused a big surge in 11-player oh. numbers. <laughs> yeah, we doubled the population. That's right. Uh, and then I think people just didn't care anymore after a while. And uh, now... The player numbers probably are dwindling. When they went back and realized that they had to turn the camera with their numpad, they probably thought, you know what, this <laughs> isn't really for me anymore. You know, we have mice now. Well, I think it's because <laughs> 14 has converted so many 11 players that yeah, they're not coming. Once you've... I mean, a lot of people went to 14 and then went back to 11 because it wasn't their cup of tea, and that's fine. But once someone has been converted to 14, once you've played 14 and you like the game, you, it's very difficult to come back and play 11. And mm. that's what's happening, I, I think. I think they should very much consider uh, making some sort of combined subscription for 14 and 11 if it is going to go into maintenance mode. Yes. I agree with yes. that. This is the and last chance it feels like to do that. It's time for them to start mm. thinking about the big plan uh, for converting into a single player experience. Right. Preservation. I think that has yes, to I agree. Well I will say I, I, I don't I I don't fear for elevens uh like if if Square Enix turned eleven off like just next week, I wouldn't be worried because there are literally hundreds of private servers that has oh, the yeah. entire server code yeah. down. Mm. So the game is preserved. It's uh, preserved in that respect, but it would be nicer from their perspective as well to have people be able to buy it and play at any point. Yeah, you know, thirty years down. Oh yeah, time. yeah. Well, yes. and I think that's necessary. If if they shut down eleven, it would be a perfect opportunity for them to do it to make an uh, maybe even remake eleven as like well, a, a single really player cool. game. Because mm. this has never happened before. All the that rage I... at Square Enix right now. Well, the thing, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, this has never happened before. That we are now looking at potentially losing an, a game in the franchise like a mm -hmm. game will be unavailable like mm. we're just going to be like talking about it happened to final fantasy mobius well that's not a mainline <laughs> that's not a mainline game <laughs> lots of lots mainline of spin-off games though. are gone that's fine they're they're usually and i'm so sorry i'm sure there are good ones but a lot of them not worth you know crying over what was uh, that really good one it was like pics. It was where you went through all the different fan fancy, fancy games. But it was pixels, and it had like fourteen and everything. Oh, record keeper! That was brilliant. Yeah, record yeah. keeper. I yeah. wish they, I wish they made that as like a Steam client. Yeah. Also, remaking eleven—that's just like a free game concept that they can just make because the game is already like they have the lore, they have the story, they have the characters. They just they need to make the entire story. Now. Yeah, they have all they need to just make a new game. Uh, so, and a lot most people haven't played Eleven, so that's a whole story no. to enjoy. So, and do it. Increasingly, fewer people will be because it's yeah. archaic. Yes, it yes, certainly is. It's like a text adventure game almost. Yeah, yeah. It, well, that's okay, a bit. It's not that that's archaic. A bit, that's a bit much. But that's still fun if you, you know. Nothing, nothing like going into like I played it when it was free uh, a couple of like last month, but um, and I unlocked a dungeon and I did a dungeon for the first time with real people. 
No, it's just me and my trusts. <laughs> and my when you say for the first time, do you mean like ever? Or? No, as for my character. Oh, like at uh, that, I've. I mean, I was Endgame in eleven, but I've started a yeah, new I... character. So I've unlo I unlocked mm -hmm. Delph Cuts Tower. Delph. I'm sorry. I never remember Delphox. his name. Delph Cuts Tower. Tower, right? I think that's what it's called. Uh, it's the it's the same dungeon that we did in um, Stranger of Paradise. Stranger of Paradise. Yeah, the the uh, bone looking structure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, that was Stranger exciting. But it's weird because it's mm -hmm. an open world dungeon, so there's just still people just like hanging out, people AFKing in there, you know. Just, mm -hmm. just it's an I haven't experience. seen N fourteen. Someone just like AFKing and like I don't know. You're doing like steps of faith. Yeah. <laughs> or not hard. No. no, you're doing like Hopper Bell yeah. mines, and there's just like some dude yeah. like crafting yeah. on, off the side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they're AFKing in the hall of Sestasha. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah 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 yeah. That'd be nice. Um, I just Captain Madison. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I don't know where we are, uh, but uh, yes, sorry, 16 is out. Uh, that's it. That's all. Uh, go play it. Go, if you can have it. Go play uh, it. Before um, we move on to Mogmail, we should also mention the subreddit is back now. Mm -hmm. Yes, the subreddit is back. Uh, thank God. For now. For now. Just well, you wait. For now? No, no change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to change based on what we've read. Um, okay, uh, I guess we're gonna jump into Mogmail, so uh, let's uh, let's do that. Uh, here we go. <laughs> this is from Auntie Iris. Oh, Auntie Iris. Uh, from uh. Polycarnassus. Hello, speakers. Thank you for speaking about my last letter concerning the goings-on in Mericidia and what they might think of our friend Graha. I wanted to follow up with the thought I had when one of you mentioned how we might even get to Mericidia. It was said that, due to the vast ocean separating the island nation from us, we may need a large ship to get there. I instantly thought of one very feisty Lala fellow we all know and love who has her own questline <laughs> around building up the capital slash connections that could provide us with such a ship. The developers have said that Tatar's Grand Endeavor would become more important, so my question is, what if her storyline... Uh, what if her storyline through that quest chain is what brings us uh, to going to Mericidia in 7.0? I know some folks haven't started that story due to it feeling like it's not important. Should we all take a second and go catch up with our old friend and see what she has been up to? Or has Auntie been adding too much black belly whiskey to her morning coffee again? As always, it's lovely. <laughs> Auntie, stop. It's lovely to get all your opinions and theories and lore for the markets from the markets of Ulda, Auntie Iris. Well, thank you, oh, Auntie. Auntie Iris, you need to stop <laughs> black belly whiskey. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good for you. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the perfect way of like setting it up. And also, uh, Tatar's Grand Endeavor is already like making a lot of stuff. Like, you, you have to complete a lot of story stuff to, to do Tatar. Which is why... I would think not, <laughs> because mm. it's going to require people to do the um, the Mark storyline, the the Four Lords storyline, and the the Sorrows of Wordlet storyline at a minimum at this point. Yeah, it's a really clever way of making people do this though, because they only have to block. They only have to say you've done this one, like the last Tatara quest to continue the MSQ. 
but to do that Leicester Tower quest, you have to do so much more. Yeah. It's like a one quest tick box. And I think it's stuff you should have done, people... man. Come on. I, I agree. It's, it's going to make people content. angrier if you phrase it like that, Mela. <laughs> well, I wonder if... Be Mayla... angry while doing Mark. I wonder if maybe they could do like... um. She because the setup is perfect for this. Tataru mm. is the person that would do this. Like I feel like, but yeah, the, the the past quests being a requirement is a problem. They could make it a standalone, possibly like a new season of Tataru's Grand Endeavor that does not require maybe. you to do the first one. But possibly yes, that could be one way of solving this. Because um, otherwise, I don't really understand who else would get us there. Like we we don't really have. We have like. There's Carvalane. I don't know if he would do it Carvalane, again. Yeah. Uh, and there's Hancock is kind of in with us either way because of. But is there them. any trade with Maricidia right now that he could like get connections? Mm, I think so. So. I think Carvalane um, is a decent shout though, but I don't think he'd do it again. Mm. No, I agree. I mean, Vritra's <laughs> um, older sister is there. He might have a reason for us to go there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could just fly on dragon back as well. Yeah. That's true. We could do that. Let's see. I mean, presumably Verichra will want to go there as part of the expansion. I just in that can't imagine riding on Dragonback for what would be possibly days, like yeah, well, fast. hours well, at most, I guess. I would it would has to be hours because he's able to get to the moon relatively quickly. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You fly uh, on a plane for that long, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Just hang on tight. Maybe we'll do cool. airship. Maybe we'll just go by airship. Yeah, Sid, we have the bonanza. Well, just, we do have... We have our own. We do have the Bonanza, but we also know that airships have... like They, they even brought up... like the oh, they have a limited. Of, like, airship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, they brought that up when about transporting the ether containers from the from the Isle of Ham to Garlemald. Right. Ham. Ham, yeah. Apparently that's too far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's also why you can't catch an airship from like any of the three Eorzean city states directly to um, uh, Kugana. You have to stop right. in Raza Hands if you go via the airship landings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although, let's be honest, limps to Raza Hand, Ham to Gala Mode. Probably seems about the same distance, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh -oh. I guess it's hard to tell with with the yeah, different I mean, maps we see. Also, <laughs> they've also, added this as a plot device so that you, yeah. And also, it also might not be a direct flight mailer, but they're not going to show you the cutscene of you landing in like Gridania and then taking off <laughs> again for your connecting flight. Right. I want that. I need that law. I need that flight law. Well, I, I will say though, if you haven't done Tataras Grand Endeavor, you you have to. Just you should. It you is, should. It's neat. You have to. Just do it. It is very good. Yeah, yeah. It's been a nice plot so far. Yeah. Um, I am very... Yeah. I do wonder if it will require us to do one more piece of content for the final part of it. And well, as long as that... it's not near, it's fine. <laughs> it's... Well, no, because we've already done the one for for Shadowbringers. Yeah, if anything, so... it would have to be a piece of content from this expansion. So possibly... At this moment, the only one we have completed is Pandemonium, but it could also be the Myths of the Realm storyline as well. Yeah. Both maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get Tataro a gift from the gods. Oh, right. she deserves it. Right. But it would be funny if it wasn't here. 
No, it would. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'd, I'd have, a, I'd have a funny little moment. Uh huh. Uh -huh. No, never again. No, I. Yeah, that I'm done with that. In the game, I think at this point, actually, just mm. we're mm. done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never thank you. Goals again for 45 minutes for uh. one fight. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot how fucking horrible that fight is with um, the the big robot man. Uh, and yeah, or he. It takes so long. It's so long. Yeah, oh, it's a long I was just gonna do like a casual alliance raid roulette just for tomes, and then I get that one. I'm like, well, y you know, it's not that bad. But then you get to that fight, and mm -hmm. then. You're, you're like, oh, thank God, it's over. And it's start only starting phase two? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to die every time I do that. You're doing Alliance Raid for fun. Yeah. Go on a DPS, you just sort of... It's very yeah. casual experience. Though. Yeah, well, we wiped as well on that fight. Aww. Just that, you know... Yeah, it wasn't good. I was very upset. <laughs> um, okay. Um, thank you, Auntie Iris. Uh... Next question. Okay. Uh, sorry, next mock mail, I should say. Here we go. Oh, the intro again. I... You deserve it. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> this is from Nathaniel Clay. I think I recognize that name. From Ragnarok. Hello, speakers. First, like to say this isn't a spoof mog mail, as it may seem coming from a whale. <laughs> okay. Over the years, side quest with lore out of the normal Alliance and eight-man raid series has been rather lackluster. Only a handful of filler quests are added into each expansion with limited information taken from them and hardly elaborated on. What is your thoughts on Mog Station slash Mog Store optional adventures with such additional oh quests? God. Nah, you cannot be... The, the, Nice. These could even go out the way with additional uh, normal mode solo trials so that it's always accessible to those that purchase with glamour that otherwise would be just on the store and other non-stat-based cosmetic items, mounts slash frame sets slash fashion accessories, providing they uh, are far and few and at a reasonable price with decent length. Let's assume four hours of story. Would you like to see this added into 14? If so, what would you like to see with more story? Or would you have alternatives for such optional content that goes above the traditional pick up three of X and give to Y in between the regular patches? Thank you for the years of entertainment, Nat. Nat, 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 Nat. This is a cursed thought. I cannot believe Have you... Yeah. You're playing Destiny recently? Because that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. You have to buy dungeons in Destiny separately from the expansion. Mm. We should do that to start. At, no, like... no, no, no. <laughs> let's let's no, no, go no, no, through no. a little history of MMO microtransactions so you get a little bit of an understanding. So I'd like you to cast your minds back to EverQuest 2. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been a while for a lot of you, I'm sure. Um, now, that had paid side content like what that's after mm -hmm. it had like a kobold dungeon or something in antonica that you could pay like five pounds to get access to ridiculous right not very popular i think they stopped it after the first few mm -hmm. guild wars 2 if you're not there you have to pay for lore you have to pay for storyline if you're not there for the world's living story quests you have to buy them but if you're there you keep them for free and you can redo them Elder Scrolls Online. Every expansion, mini expansion, dungeon expansion, paid for in game. 
mm-hmm. or you know, or you have a subscription. Rollos mentioned Destiny Two, the most heinous of them all, because you not oh. only have to pay for everything, but then they just delete it. Yeah, brother, so you're gonna they not got... even play anymore. They got the battle pass. They got the expansion. They got events you have to buy, and you got dungeons you got to buy. Fucking separately, insane. So insane shit to me. <laughs> yeah. Some of those were free to play MMOs. Some of them were buy to play. Some of them were sub. But I'm very much against optional like mini things like this. Realistic. I mean, I think Yoshi P has said. I mean, they can always go back on this, but. Yoshi P has said in the past that they never want to put like content on the Mug Station. No, <laughs> this is like. Because why do you want to pay for it now? That's the real question. Why do you want this to be paid content? Yeah, I don't know he why. Has money that he he, he, he doesn't he know wants what to do to with throw it. Away. He doesn't know what to do with yeah. it. He has to put it well, somewhere. I mean, invest it or whatever you do. Something give it to else me. Yeah, yeah, give it for me. Just Download give us Robin Hood. <laughs> buy some stocks. He gives you plenty of just, money, Lakeel. Give me more. He clearly needs to give me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are already paying a subscription for an MMO, you are paying very... I mean, with this game servers, I'm pretty sure I'm paying for their upkeep just by myself because they're not that impressed. Yeah. So... They're getting enough money. They can add this content. I don't understand the desire. People always say this. Put it on the mug station. Yeah. Oh, wow, that glamour's really cool. Can't wait to buy it. Do you not want to earn it? Well, we've re- we've and said... Then, no, I don't want to earn it. I want to get it with, like, MGP or something. I don't... I wanted to buy it immediately on patch day. We've had this discussion somewhat before. Yeah, it seems we've reached a point where, for at least for online games, this uh, we we want we want just we just want instant gratification uh, for money. uh, Essentially, Mm -hmm. is what it's turned into. I can't. This feels like dystopian future for for games where you you pay a sub just to log on to the server and then you have to buy the dungeons you have to literally buy the content of the game separately otherwise it's just like a hub just like second Mm -hmm. life and then you buy dungeons which yeah man i love games as a service it's so good (laughs) games as a service i will still somewhat defend if it's giving you good content right which i think 14 still does but if this was the case, fuck that. Like, w- mm. at that point, go free to play and put every fucking dungeon behind a paywall. You know, whatever. Mm. I don't fucking no. care at that point because I won't be playing. Passes. Hullminster Switch Dungeon Pass. Buy one for like one ninety nine, or you can buy a bundle of five for only four ninety nine. Uh-huh. Bottle of five entrance entries <laughs> to Hullminster Switch. You can, yeah, per dungeon. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, yeah, I mean, the dungeon pass man, for like fourteen ninety nine a month. Manla, you are right about like what, like I, I don't understand this. This new like, let's just buy stuff in the game. Yeah. When the game has a structure that gives it to you without having you having to pay anything extra, why do you want to pay more? I like, don't know. Where is that coming from? I think there's a sense of. And it, this is fair in most MMOs, but the difference... It, there's a sense of wanting to stand out in MMOs. Yeah. And be better than your fellow players. But I think this works best in a 
in a very hardcore setting where, for example, if I, and, you know, maybe 14 is not the, but, like, in Ultimate, if I have beaten Ultimate and I'm not one of the thousands of people who've just paid for it, and I have a really cool weapon and I can show it off, I feel good. Everyone around me is like, wow, that guy's amazing. He's played Ultimate. That's hard content. It's prestigious. Yeah. If I've bought Tataru's hat on the Mog Station, people aren't going to think I'm cool. <laughs> people are going to think I'm an idiot because I've spent like four ninety nine on Tataru's hat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't understand it because if you're not standing out in a positive way by being just paying yeah. these things. Is it just... Because in this, like, if, if the whales won... Right, if they won and they got they they turned the game into, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen Whale Edition, oh. we would literally all content would be purchased and all item rewards would be purchased. No one would actually have to play anything. You just stand in Limsa and show off your golden beak. Right, that sounds good. You yeah, you're wearing a golden beak. The beak that of you, Sabak. You bought on the Mark Station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it for twelve ninety nine on the Mog Station. What are we doing right now? Like, yeah. what is the game at that point? Are you just? Are you? What are you doing? There's nothing going on. You know what it is? It's League of Legends. Now you tell me. Do people play League of Legends to have fun? No, they play not, League of not, Legends not my so experience. so that they can force. The entire enemy team and their team to look at their cool skins, a fucking like Kawaii Sona with that big tits. That is not true. That's all League is. That and is that's not what true. We're they play it just to feel the emotion of anger. <laughs> you go but there they, for don't, anger. they don't show off because the skins in League are like 12 vertices. Like well, yeah, but yeah. you zoom in and then, you, and then they, I don't know, Sona says that yeah, like you're no. epic. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I Mailer get is right. League, league players play for the feeling of extended rage that lasts over a period of 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But the thing is, if you're paying to look cool or you're paying to stand out with your cute glamour that you've pieced together through, you know, six different 1299 purchases and mix and matched all your pieces to look as cute, you know, best Barbie girl ever. <laughs> but you're do that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. But then if you're paying for a dungeon <laughs> that no one's going to say got you, Mela. Well, yeah. the, the... is Marco Robbie in your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if... she is actually. Thank you. If you having a lovely conversation. Well, what, what you're pointing out is is you you get the glamour to look a certain way. So, but you still do content where you're doing it so that exactly. you can look like that while doing content. So everyone there's, can see you. There's still yeah. There's still something you know there. I that that actually brought a cursed thought to my mind. I think there are people that would pay money to instantly get an item from a dungeon rather than farm the gear themselves. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. obviously I mean, a market that can start. Oh, yeah. mobile games. Yeah, people would definitely if instead of farming for the Thornton card, Gyogi. You could have just paid two ninety nine mm -hmm. for it and never had. To I wouldn't have paid it. for it because that's what? not Listen, how I work. It's no, on. The, it's on the Steam marketplace. Ninety nine cents. No sense of accomplishment if you buy it. 
Well, I, I don't care so much about the, okay, accomplishment, whatever. But, like, there is no purpose to the game if you're not... Like, I, I, I struggle with, like, the existential part of this. Why are you logging in if all you're doing is stand in Mog Station gear and wanting to just buy clears of content? I don't know. What the is your purpose? <laughs> Why do you exist? I mean, you can you can ask the same thing about people who wail and like gotcha games, like why? Yeah, but it's I mean I think most people come out with the answer of just like I mean you you work a nine to five, it fucking sucks. You deliver pizzas, but you know what? You can go home and spend five hundred dollars on fake grand order and get Jalter with fucking massive bonagos, and people love that. I know. So show off. Is it for like a just to like uh, you know? Uh, release the pressure if you know what i mean is that what yeah, just buying absolutely. new ways of releasing pressure well we is it is it that right? because i mean all the jpegs are online for free yeah but no then you can poke yeah, you the jpegs and then you can collection yeah and then you can do the little quest of like oh That's master not i love you true. The, the reason people enjoy gacha is just like you know going back to like Trading card games is to get the pull. They right. want that rush okay. when they get the legendary. I I understand gotcha. That one it triggers mm. our lizard brain. You know, it's just yeah. it's gambling. Like, so you uh, or it's gambling. It's, it's kind of a form of. You know, so it's totally harmless. It's just it's thousand yeah. gems, primo gems between friends. I'm just thinking about like because what Nat in this mog mail is that's more clear cut. You buy the content. You buy exactly. the rewards. I don't get well. I I. I get it in a game where the devs need to make money and it's free or whatever, like Destiny 2 or ESO or whatever. I get it, but I don't agree with it. But yeah. not in 14, because we're playing, paying a sub for this. Yeah, that's the weird part. So in this case, I would I would assume the sub would be abolished if they were to add this. Well, I, there was... Um, God, I saw a really good video on it, but it reminds me of a bit of the case in Fortnite where it's... I think, was it Dan Olson's video, I think? Uh, about, like, Fortnite being... A, a party right it's a free party you go to you can you know you see everyone dance and see marvel and all that uh but if you just play without paying your interactions are kind of limited in terms of like the skins and, and uh emotes i don't think it's that bad in 14 but like getting some of that stuff on there is like a way for you to interact and express in the non-stop party that is final fantasy 14 yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. It... I just think for the con, like for a solo dungeon experience, that there's no way of. I mean, what are you going to do? Go online and say, wow, I really loved that four hour dungeon I just paid for in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, one thing that also, I think part of what's. We have said that MMOs have struggled. We're struggling with a problem that new play, like younger people are not coming into this medium anymore. Exactly. It might be because the older people uh, that are playing the MMO that have more money to go, you know, because, you know, uh, they're turning games into like whale games that an 18-year-old will never have the, the money to like enter. Like they'll be like, I'm not going to... I earned like fucking. I have I have a uh, fifty dollars on my bank account right now. I can't pay for this like big booby breast lady f right yeah. now and enter this. Listen, 
Lukiel, I'm so sorry to say you, some of the biggest whales are some of the brokest fucking people. Uh, that is the, that yeah. was the, my uh, next point, is that the the poor people, some of the people that actually go into this game I mean, get fucking ruined. <laughs> I mean, look at, look, um, imagine if you introduce Gacha to like those elderly people that just go into like a, a slot machine parlor. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend. I agree. Yeah. Get a few grannies um, in front of like Genshin or something. At least they're, you know, it's not fruits that are. Genshin? Down. That's one of the more involved like games yeah. that I have to play. <laughs> Listen, you gotta grind those primo gems. We gotta sell characters on eBay. Come on. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think the younger people are the wells. I don't think that's true. I think uh, I think there's a lot of. Uh, wealthy and more think, adult people I don't think that there are... are young people in Wales no, no that is true as well Wales is Wales dying Wales is an old country yeah mm -hmm. yeah um well anyways uh hopefully this is not a glimpse into the grim future uh and just I mean, if it is, I'll not be playing 14 at that mm. point well at that point we know why MMOs also... are dying <laughs> because if, if this also... is happening addressing the part of the question that's more about just like the lack of like side content I mean, I don't see where they would get the manpower to make this side content without taking it away from the content that we already pay for. Right. So I also don't like it from that angle. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, there you go. Thank you, Nat. Uh, hopefully, again, this isn't how any. This is never happening. I hope. Never happening. Okay. Uh, next Mugmail. This is from uh, uh, Azraith Eden. Uh, from Phoenix. Greetings, speakers. I recently had a thought about the finale of 5.3 and whether or not it ends up being a plot hole. After the battle atop the tower had reached its end and the Exarch became a statue, should not the Scions and Warrior of Light have been sent back to the source immediately? Unless I am forgetting something, the post-game and patches until 5.3 revolved around seeking an alternative to not have to sacrifice the life of the Exarch to return home. So as the Exarch becomes the crystal, the only two options are either one, the Exarch is not dead, per se, or two, the summoning magic did not work as the Exarch thought it would. For one, I can entertain the idea that the tower and the Exarch became so intrinsically linked when he crystallized that it essentially became so the crystal tower cast the magic. For two, seeing as it's all rather experimental, the Exarch could just have been mistaken to how summoning magic worked. Perhaps he was using the same logic as summoning Void Scent, where it required an anchor of sorts to persist on another shard. Do you think there's a definite answer to this conundrum, or did the game just rule of cool to have a proper send-off for everyone on the first? I th this is actually addressed. I, I think in if I remember 5.3 correctly, and 5.2, I think they do theorize that, like, the your second theory is the correct one that they yeah. they talk about it in game that like that just because they graha that's why they didn't want to sacrifice or the crystal exarch because they were like that might not even work mm -hmm. yes i believe we've answered this question before as well i've talked about this before at least mm. but um yeah the game goes through it throughout the plot yes this is this is explained. In That's the game, why we go through actually. all the stuff with the little um, pneumo when we create the vessels and blah blah because yeah we realize how it works. Was he dead? Uh, Imagine if the exarch isn't dead and he can he knows he can he's still alive, just frozen in there, he's uh, locked in forever. <laughs> what a horrible existence! Yeah, mm. turn him into a housing item, please. Yeah. Diable, <laughs> diable. <Yes. laughs> yeah, I wanted to be 
any color of crystal I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you. Um, thank you, as Wraith Eden. Uh, moving on. Uh, next mug mail. This is from Uzora Akari from Goblin. Oh, Goblin. Yeah. Hey, speakers. I was reminded... I was reminded during last week's discussion, which is now several weeks ago, that uh, 14 likes to just sort of forget prior zones exist once we move on to the next expansion. It is a shame that 14 has this massive world, but only ever wants to play with the new toys. In my weekly insomnia-fueled thoughts, I was thinking it'd be nice if, if maybe every few patches, each expansion, they would add a quest chain in a prior zone just for fun. For example, we could get a small low-stakes quest chain in the Dravanian Forelands, where... Uh, you get to solve some problems for some chocobo farmers and see more of their lives. Just something that wouldn't require a ton of work, but would at least remind players that these zones still exist and have stories to tell beyond their required MSQ workload. Or, you know, just bring back Postmogul. Is there any other way... Oh my god, my neighbor is just outside my window with his uh, motorcycle. Is can you just leave? Mm, rev it up, baby. Stop Come revving. On. I'm so tired of it. Every Come day, on. dude. Every day. Is there any oh. other way that they can keep... Oh, God. Is there any other <laughs> way that they can keep past zones alive now that they're not even encouraging it through relic grinds? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Thanks again for all the content. Yeah. Um, bicolor gems. <laughs> uh, yeah. Different ways of obtaining bicolor gems. <clears throat> Yeah, like daily quests mm. that take you into random zones to do random things. Yeah. Create a system that... Like a global beast drive or something? Something like... Well, yeah, but endless. Just create a system where it will pick, you know, five different zones from any expansion and you go there and do, you know, one of the multiple options of small quest. Mm -hmm. Simple, but it'll keep people going into older zones. Yeah, the story thing's nice that like you've suggested where there's a small quest line, which we do sometimes have, very rarely to go back into odd places. Yeah, some sometimes even during MSQ they'll be like, yeah. this person is over mm. there in just an old and zone." Just so. have a chat with them. But it's fine. I mean, patches, like... patches five point four and five point five were, all, I'm pretty sure, entirely set in old zones because obviously every main character except. Uh, Reen is back on the source. Right, yeah. right. Thank God. Um, uh... And even now, we've got content that's taking us back to the, the first. We have the Andon's custom deliveries. We have the current crafter relic. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think like Splendorous Tools doesn't take you out of Darien that much, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I think every zone has the potential or even like explicitly stated, like there's a constant conflict there. Um, or, I mean, not every zone, but most of them, like, uh, was it the Azim step? Like I'm sure managing those tribes, it, there are some kind of daily stuff you could do there. You could build up on that. Same thing in, I don't know, was it Eastern Lenosha? They still got the fucking Imperial. Yeah. Uh, in in Costa del Sol. Yeah, um yeah. I I'm sure I mean if they're gonna be there, at least do something with them, you know. <laughs> See the issue is they can't ever remove them because their existence is explicitly tied to content. You need well, yeah, to, that's what I'm saying. They, I built off of that. 
Yeah, I mean they can they can I, they uh, they also the castrums I believe are part of literally the map. These are not temporary structures yes. that they can change. Yeah. Although I think they can change, they can add to them. So like you can like reclaim yeah, just... the castrum and make it look different, but you can't remove the mobs. That's no, the problem. Because so if you if there was a quest, like a to, quest if there oh. was a quest line to reclaim the castrum or make it theirs. I can imagine they could like make it look different, like mm. freshen it up and look more Aorcy and make it look less hostile. But you can't remove the mobs. Uh, the only way they would be able to solve that is to put it in another instance, which mm -hmm. would come with its own set of problems. It's why when they introduced the castrum that is in Yansha, they actually put no Galian mobs in it. It's right. entirely full of wild creatures. Yes, yes. The same with uh, the castrum in uh, Mordona. Which also doesn't make any sense anymore, but um, they're just chilling. That's what I'm saying. Happened. You could you could do something with that, like an eternal conflict for the rest of the game of like, hey, the garlings are coming out to to uh, scavenge resources. Here's I don't know, a daily or something. Here's something yeah. to a, cha a I mean, fate involved fate chain. I guess. Thing. I don't know. Yeah, that would require them to adjust the lore a little bit because currently every garlin that is still in Aorzia is there. Um, is just a, like a, a, a split off faction from the. Yeah, the, yeah. they didn't the get the telegram. They didn't, they didn't get the telegram. Yeah. No, I think oh. they know, but they also know they can't go back. But also, they should know now because the the empire's well, fallen. But who knows? Well, a I mean, a group of guardian soldiers has remained in Mordona, and they've launched an attack on Revenant's Tong. Go out and meet them in the marshlands or whatever, and mm. fight. It's pretty simple to. Brian come up with some small quest chain or fate yeah. chain or daily, you know, something to keep you in old zones. Yeah. I think it would be very easy to do. Also, there's just, gonna... just so much random stuff, like especially in the, they haven't like done anything with. Like, I mean, I know they plan to, but like the random ziggurats in uh, Garibania, mm. uh for. Yeah. I mean, that was supposed to be beast trap. So, you know, I'm, mean, but like, yeah you could always go back there's nothing mm. stopping you <laughs> true yeah or... on the on the topic of tribe quests um i i actually was thinking about this when you brought up um the azim step earlier i think there would be a great opportunity i've said i think i've brought this up before there are so many opportunities for them to go into like law of like the various like uh races of like when is the last time we heard anything about like dusk white law? It would yeah. be nice if we could just get like a quest line related to that. Yeah, that would be neat. It'd be good to know. Like, yeah, what the tri different tribes do as well. Also, mm -hmm. you could chuck in um, fates or beast tribes or whatever into Chloe. Mm. Into wondrous tales, you could say do, do like six beast tribe quests, or do the fate, or do two two fates in this zone, or two five five fates in this zone, or whatever. Because her book is quite boring. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't like, yeah, freshened that up a bit more. It's always four roulettes at the top, and I don't <clears throat> want to do them all. Right. <laughs> to do them all <clears throat> but they're easy as well yeah but then it'll be like a few that you can solo and then a few extremes you can't solo and some really random as like rival wings every week excuse me 
No, the bottom right one is always a different PvP. You just must be unlucky, Mela. Yeah. You switch between rival wings, front lines, and crystalline conflict. Yeah. yeah. Just make it more random. Chuck in some fate. Chuck in... I'm not against that. Like Hunt. having complete, like, you know, two, five yeah. fates mm -hmm. in a zone or something. That would be fine. Um. Yeah, this is the age-old question, though. It's keeping old zones alive. I feel like we've we've this is a topic we've been touching on a lot. It's the, mm -hmm. Probably the most relevant topic for any MMO, I think, as they get older, is how do you utilize? I think Fourteen's doing a decent job at keeping the old zones alive, all things considered. Like it's um. there is still some. I mean, A Realm Reborn suffers the most, I think, in terms of like return value because there's not really the fate uh, system in a realm reborn pretty pretty horrible like the fates <laughs> a realm reborn fates are boring because they're like yeah. the most basic ones there were a couple actually there's a couple yes. that might be interesting like the defense of high bridge in um, high bridge mm, and the red belly the red belly hive yeah red yeah. belly hive those are interesting um, fates um, but they're yeah, low they're level, so you don't really you don't really get much from them. So, but you get you minions. Yeah, true. Aron Reborn is the is the part of the game that gets every like seasonal and like crossover event. Just that because is true. It's yeah. the most accessible. That is actually a good and point. every new player is going to be going in them. So I think yeah, I think you see the biggest emptiness in like. Curthus. Heavensward and Stormblood yeah. zones, especially ones without tribes. If there's no tribe in a zone, oof, mm -hmm. you're not going to see many players. Like, how often do you go to the western highlands? Like, how... Uh, I don't ever want to go. It's so depressing and sleepy. On very rare occasions to look around. Yeah. Maybe if we were doing Gideon Air. So I could take some pictures for that. Which, like, but, last time we did two years ago. So. Yeah. But, yeah. like, other than that, it's very rare to go to there. Right. Well, like, as is law. When you yeah. go in there. Yeah. Uh, Unless you do unlock the Warring Triad quest if you've not done them or what, you know. Yeah. I like something that chat said. I like something chat said earlier. We need to bring back the second dungeon. Yeah. I agree. I patch. agree. I agree. It, I'm it so hurts. upset with one dungeon, and I've been upset with one dungeon since we went down to two dungeons and then one dungeon. It's like, yeah. I love the dungeons. I miss the hard modes. They I miss cool. the hard yes. modes. Yes. Yeah. They were, they were I cool like remixes. going back to old dungeons to have a different route through them. Mm. It makes them feel more part of the world. Yeah, I agree. It's and like so the first fun. part of every hard mode is always, almost always like, Beat for beat, a section of the original dungeon, so they're saving on assets as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. It's just a cool new way of going through them. Yeah, I miss that. Uh, okay. Um, well, there you go. Thank you, Zora. Um, Thank you. We're gonna move on to the next Mogmail. Uh, here we go. Oh, this is from Kit Kat from Ragnarok. Nice, right. High speakers. As we all know, glamour is the true end game. And as a red mage with a male character, I find it so disheartening when I see Yoshi Peace printouts every other live stream showing off the new gear that casters slash healers will be rewarded with. New robes and dresses, yay. Fourteen mm -hmm. obviously doesn't gender lock its classes, but does it feel that 
perhaps the developers slash designers expect certain in-game genders to play certain roles based on these design choices? Or do you think the designers are just out of touch with what the players are actually wearing slash want to wear? Bit of a loaded topic, but I thought it might provoke some interesting discussion. Kit. It's partly <laughs> based on thinking specific genders. I think healers specifically ones. has that problem. Healers very much. They want yes. female healers. Yeah. Uh, but it also goes back to class identity. And when you think of caster, they're thinking of a very generic wizardy type mm -hmm. role. Because Red Mage is very unique with its like corsair look. Yeah. Most cast like unless you're wearing Red Mage artifact gear, you're look you're not gonna look like a Red Mage very easily. Mm. And I don't No. Know, I want more diversity in my gear. I don't want to be wearing a robe every patch. Why can't I have battle armor as like a battle mage <laughs> or yeah. I don't know, a a shirt rather than a robe. The issue with Red Mage is that a lot of its gear would look better if it was if it got to use range gear. Yeah, yeah exactly. They yeah. they look more like a like a ranger. Bards don't look like rangers anymore. Red, Red Mage is look more like a little ranger with their little tricorn hat sort of thing. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but dancers yeah. also suffer from this, where I think they would probably be better if they shared gear with. Maybe either ninja or maiming. Yeah. 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 It's I, uh, also striking. Have, I think actually, they have such weird like design choices sometimes for like the archetypes of the of like the gear sets. Not not the gear like not the gear sets like the actual entire sets up like the uh, like the striking sets and all that and the mm -hmm. and the tanking sets. Um, they're so committed to just pigeonholing themselves into this. It's yeah. got to look like this, you know, this gear, this gear set, this, the scouting gear set always has to kind of look like this. The um, range one always has to look like this, or range physical. Um, I just, if you just said, like, I think if you literally just swapped, like, three of them around for the rest of the game, like, I don't know, Gary said, like, maybe making the... Um, uh, the magic one, uh, the range casters, just the range physical for, yeah. for an expansion. People are like, oh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they, yeah. They, ha they have actually done that a couple of times. Like, I feel like one of the recent sets, either in this re most recent patch or the one before it, they actually did swap the caster. And so, like, healers shared gear with, like, the design aesthetic with uh, ranged rather than caster, which is not what always happens. Mm. I think it is sad though. You're you're right with them pigeonholing and like as a, a apparently tank main now, um, you know, I like the armor look. I like my little lizard lady when she's tanking to be dressed like a you know, a, a crusader in as a paladin, you know. Got that holy ish god look. Mm -hmm. But every single time it's plated chest piece with 50% cloak tail, you know, the little half cloak that they do all the time now. Yeah. Never see the trousers because they're completely covered by the boots. So the trousers are around same the same issue for casters and healers. Yeah. Yeah, so they might as well not give us them. Give us Well, that's just... why the white mage's artifact gear originally just had like little little briefs Little pantaloons. Little pantaloons. Yeah, the, the culottes. Yeah. I love that classic. That's yeah. the real healer gameplay. Yeah. 
original white mage was just like ERP heaven. Yeah. But like and the helmets. Yeah. Please just soar off my horns when I'm oh, wearing a helmet. Headpieces <laughs> suck in this game. Just don't wear them. Like they're they're, they're... so bad. I'm uh, not like anytime I get a good yeah. headset, my stupid horns. Yeah. There are some like but most if there's if it's a helmet, don't wear it. Or if you're a white mage, don't look forward to it because it's gonna be some oh, sort of nun habit. Yeah, it's gonna be something like that for. That's for the new. That's the new hotness liqueur for healers. The hub, the habit. <sighs> it used to be circlets. Yeah, it used we, we had it so good back then, and now it's this. But every now and then they come up with a really nice, unique looking set, like the the dungeon set from Pagalthan. I like mm. that it looks nothing like what you would expect of all of the, the the roles as you normally would see them. Right. Yeah. And they're going hard on MMO armor in Pandemonium, which I appreciate. Uh-huh. At least. I love being a, just a big, glowy, fiery... I just don't... I don't obnoxious. I don't see the logic it. in, like, 14th. I know that there's something about the robes and, like, enhancing the quality... Like, the, I don't know, mind and intelligence of the cast or whatever the fuck... But if you're on the front line, which is how they do war in Aorcia, that's been proven. We do that. We do like just normal ass war. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't you want your designated healers to be shielded, like like armored up, so that they don't die? Because right no, they back. got they got magic. Shields. That nun habit yeah, is not going to save them from a fucking garland bullet. They use stone skin. <laughs> no, we can't. Like, yeah. The heavier the armor, the harder it is for us to absorb ether yeah. through our skin. But give us ether no. armor. Just give us but like. But I'm a paladin. I have a massive, light aspected, holy chain of magic. Yeah. And can heal and do magic. I am a partial May monster. Let us be like bare feet so we can suck up from what? the ground, you know, through through the feet. <laughs> Completely like a tin can, but with no. Yeah. <laughs> what a look. Yeah. I think we Let's, should. Uh... Okay, bro, you, were, you were saying something, Rolla. Yeah, I think we should just do a full 180 and how armor works in this game. Give people like armor class ratings. So like, if you want to wear the heavy armor, you can, but you have a lower chance to hit. That is a great that's idea. Right. No, that's right. No. Fuck, fuck all this shit. Back there, see from this game. Which is going to be just like fucking uh, D and D now. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, you have to you have to spec into hmm. the set. Like you have to have a heavy proficiency armor. heavy armor proficiency level. Uh, I, I will say, though, I really, like, because Yoshipi, you know, he, we always say this is just wrong about this, but, you know, when he said, like, yeah, you know, you wouldn't want to, like, see uh, a tank wearing a bikini or whatever, right. or, you know, or, like, with an axe or something Have like that. Have you seen players in this game? Yeah. <laughs> that, but also, this isn't that kind of game where that matters. If you're making, like, an FPS and you need to know someone's silhouette, and you're restricted yes. to like kind of skins and stuff you can make, sure, right? Like characters have to look a certain way because for think. quick identification. Mm -hmm. This is not a Twitch finger FPS. This isn't fucking CS:GO, Rainbow Six yeah. Siege. They can look like whatever. Have you ever seen anyone unironically walk around with the fucking nun habit full gear set? Like unironically, oh, have you ever seen that? No. Because no one wants their character to look like us. that. Literally no one. I have never seen anyone wear that. 
like no. without like joking like you know they're wearing like sexy you know all of the sexy gear and then they wear the habit on top just because it's funny because it's no you because know. that that counteracts the sin right right so right balanced overall. but yeah. on Romo's point even if that was an issue, they've added a feature into the game quite recently where everybody has their class symbol right next to them for yeah. identification, so it doesn't even matter. No, that's true. That and true. they've released several PvP armor sets which are full plate mail. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is weird. Why are all the PvP sets armor? Like heavy armor? Where's the caster PvP set? Where's the robes? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it the... you in the head and hurts. Yeah, I think um, I think I mean... to just to your point, it is very clear that at least for white mage, they have locked in an archetype like this. It's a fe it's a it's a female character. That's what most it's healers white are. White mage from Final Fantasy One. Yeah. Yes. Same yes. with black mage. Yeah. It's wearing like a terracotta plant pot hat. Yeah, Astrologian well, specifically as well is also very, very much very in the same yeah. lane. Um, I mean, the Goetia set's a bit different from the typical Black Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goetia one was kind of nice. Although oh, yeah. Effect, yeah. Black Mage is tough. Yeah, also, I don't care what you wear in a dungeon, you know? It doesn't matter. Yeah, my my immersion was broken a long time ago in this game. I don't care. Like, if you can't yeah. respect the law of the game and the world the theme that they're trying to create hmm. i'm gonna have to report you okay it's yeah i mean scholar and and um scholar and sage also suffer from like not getting very lore appropriate gear from the stereo from dungeon drops because i mean scholars oh, yeah. are supposed to be like field medics and sages are like essentially doctors yeah 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 uh okay well there you go thank you uh kit cat uh we'll do one last one uh mogmail uh, let's go this is from ian c from brynhildr dear speakers after watching your 351st video okay uh, go so five episodes yeah. ago over the uh the patch notes for 6.4 you mentioned a list of unused icons and it reminded me of the fact they added three new icons for content that was only in 1.x slash legacy, the three factions. The icons for them have a small rounded border, border around them as if they're either a quest header icon, achievement icon, or some sort of content tab icon. I was wondering if you had ever thought of the about the potential return of the horn and hand, as same as shields, and the brotherhood of the broken blade. Yeah, this was really absurd. I think I touched on it when we talked about like unused icons uh, in that episode. But there were there are three specific icons in the game that are tied to abandoned content from 1.x. It was actually abandoned during 1.0 when Yoshi P took over. So that oh, sad. <laughs> they were the leave quest factions: Horn in Hand, Azamus Shields, and Brotherhood of the Broken Blade. That the Broken Blade you might remember it is the icon with the broken sword on it. I think we have it as an emote on our Discord server. Um, so I'll I'll explain it quickly because you might not understand, know what it is. You were when you were doing leave quests in vanilla. We're talking launch 1.0. There were um, you did leave quests. When you did leave quests, you would get 
certain, um, let's call, I don't remember the exact name, but it would be like favors for a certain faction. So it was one of three, Horn in Hand, Azamus Shields, and Brotherhood of the Broken Blade. And after a certain amount of leave quests had been done, you would have a little score. You would see how much you, many points you had with each faction. It would unlock a special type of leave quest for that faction, Whoa. which would be like expanded leave quests. So some of them would be like, investigate Uldah and do certain things, and then you would get um, a reward. Um, they were almost immediately, yeah, reputation, I guess, is, is more similar oh, to what it was. I yeah. love reputation. And then um, when Yoshi P took over, um, this content was quickly just abandoned and uh, converted into Grand Company leave quests. So the Grand Companies took over for these factions. I don't even know if these factions would fit into 14 anymore because Brotherhood of the Broken Blades specifically, I believe, were against beast tribes. Like they were, that, nice. that was their whole purpose was to fight beast tribes. Um, it's just like Melwib in the early days. Yeah, which is why it was so weird to see them make new icons for these factions. I mean, the factions are mentioned in game. They're not retconned. There's actually, um, it's said that these three factions went together and formed the Ad Ad uh, Adventurers Guild. That's why wow. in 1.0... Wow, the Adventurers Guild has some bad No, people. no, no. Well, yeah, kind of. Uh, that was still lore in 1.0, by the way, because you went to the Adventurers Guild and you would get favors w or a reputation with one of the three factions by doing certain quests. But um, but it's, it's still mentioned in the game. So they made these... I wonder if maybe they were thinking... Maybe bring back that? I mean, it would add a layer yeah. to leave quests to have like a reputation system for leaves. That I mean, would be nice. Yeah. When did they add these new these icons? Do we know? <sighs> it's a few years ago. I don't remember exactly the date. It was... Was it pre... It was like right before Shadowbringers, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um... So the reputation it, in this game currently is very arbitrary, like with the tribe quests, because it just goes up by a certain amount a day if you do them. Yeah. And then it doesn't. But this is more like in, you, you can basically do it at your own pace. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, there, that's the, the icon. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. I mean, this is sort of along the lines of what I want for like, uh, like in you instead of just having like, um, uh, show the tiny icon. races <laughs> instead God, of just having know. like like race quests you could also have like faction quests like this in the style oh. of beast tribes yeah or tribe quests. yeah i think that's an interesting idea it would also again bring some life to the leave quest system hello <laughs> can, can, uh, uh, here come the leave quest <laughs> oh there aren't any leave quests left well do you not like the idea that that you do leave quests. Also, it's like a it's like a look into the original vision for leave quests. You would do certain amount of leave quests, and they would put you. You know, they would lean towards one of the three factions. Um, and then mm -hmm. when you reach a certain point, you unlock these like big, very different leave quests for yeah, the certain that, faction. Yeah, like real MMO. And imagine if they expanded on it, you could rank up with these. I'd love that. And get I've even more that. rewards as you get up in this, like, like climb the system. Or most MMOs. Right. 
Right. I mean, I was very much thinking of Sea of Thieves, but when you were explaining this system, yeah, 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 I love things like that. You, you would well if you, you did can grind them at your own pace as well, so you can go hard on them or not. Whereas, yeah, you kind of locked behind time. I think Horn and Hand was crafter and gatherers only, so they covered. So it's all. I know you're saying leaves are crafters only. I am hoping when that with this they were hoping to, they were planning to bring back battle leaves again oh please I've, I've said see, it so many times battle the leaves issue I... give no XP please give them more XP yeah I agree <laughs> I agree um, I think the issue is that um, I just feel like they have disassembled the what was once this system into too many different systems that exist currently in the game. Yeah. Like we have tribe quests, we have custom deliveries, we have still have um, a disciple of the hand and land leaves. Like I feel like it would feel repetitive based on the systems we already have. Right. Mm. Right. Unless they built it off one of those systems. Yeah. That is true. And the thing is, with having so many crafter gatherer systems where they all One function, okay. yeah, no worries. They all function the same way gameplay wise, yeah. But they're all separate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel nice to keep having to start again. Like every time you get a custom delivery, you go through the same, you know, steps. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is this would also be a nice way to like do. You can do. You can have quests. I mean, this would just be a tribe quests essentially, but for like a faction. I mean, if they. It doesn't have to be like tribe quests. It, no. It doesn't have to be dailies. Like it could. It just be happen. like a it passive be, system, like where you do it whenever. You but... could just have a guy in a stall, and you Hold go there, and you collect leaves. A... No. Oh. 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 <laughs> that was even better because I'm a cutting. That <laughs> just at the Freezes. end, Rollo's sabotaging the end of the episode. What do you do? Yeah, but like you Rollo could go will to a counter and have <laughs> a person from the Broken Blade, and he says, "Rollo will return in the next chapter of Hildebrand." Yeah, <laughs> here are okay. some quests. Go out and do them. Yeah, you do them. Your reputation goes up. Do I want to do more today? Uh, yeah, I'll grab some more quests. And yeah, do I don't think they ever want something that you can grind out all immediately, Mela. I think no. they much prefer the system that provide that forces you to come back either once a week or once a day. Well, that's why leaves... Weekly, I have, accept. Daily, I don't like. That's why I think leaves is a good idea. Leaves have a limit to how much you can do. do. Yeah. Uh, that is true. So, they could even implement, like, um, for like Horn and oh sorry, for the three factions, they could have a, a, an, another limit to how many you can do per day. I mean, that's easy to sort. No, out. per week. Per week, sure. Do it per week. Daily just to is change very, it up a little. Every time you miss a tribe quest daily, yeah, you just lost. That. I, I lose all interest in yeah. it continuing. Yeah, I yeah. lose a lot of interest in it when I've fallen. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Lakila. You need to fucking work on the last two tribe quests because they're probably adding the the allied tribe quest next patch. I'll see. We'll yeah, see if I remember. I'll see. Do. I'll see. But if it was weekly, like if tribe quests were twelve weekly quests, and you can just do them whatever. That'd be much better. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Ian C. Um, I am hope. I mean, 
they added the icons for a reason. These were specific icons. I mean, obviously, they might have just abandoned the idea. There, oh. I was waiting for that. There's no helping. There's no saving this. Uh, this is how it'll look for the end of the video. Um, but yeah, um, the um, um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah, they put them in. Um, for a reason, they might have abandoned it, um, and that's that happens. But since they're in there, there's hope. Uh, okay, well that's it. Uh, thank you for your mog mails, everyone. Uh, Rollo, you're oh. you've been on a journey. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I, sorry to my network provider, or uh, my network provider Cox should say sorry right, to you guys. All right. Language. What yeah. did you say? Yeah. Yeah. You're, what are you? Why are you apologizing to them? Shout out to Cox. They should yeah. apologize to you. Cox should apologize. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. yeah. It's contact at speakersxiv.com. Cox <laughs> will want an apology. Uh, okay, well, that's the end of the episode, everyone. Thanks so much for watching. We will be back. Oh, yeah, I should mention that uh, the Ceruleum Reactor episode uh, for Master and Supreme will be out. And you know what? Let's do it live. Let's let's be oh. here the moment I press Ooh. send. I will have to warn you episode. that we do talk about uh, the Final Fantasy 16 trailer. No, sorry, demo. Uh, so if you haven't played through the demo or watched the demo, be aware. I've put it in the title as well, so you don't because we go through the story there. You can skip it though; mm -hmm. it has chapters. But that is yeah. the most. That is most of the episode. Well, so. loads of, what a great episode! It's a great episode. Uh, there you go. It's mm -hmm. it's out it's out for you now. Um, but uh, don't don't watch it yet. We still have the post show to watch, so uh, oh, make yet. sure you catch that. Uh, we'll Unless be back. You miss Amphogi's liquids. Right. We'll be back next week. <laughs> same place. Same place. Huh? Same time. Same, same place. Same place. <laughs> same place. Same time. Same place. Remember to follow on Twitter at Speakers of E Twitch. Should be just because. Uh, huh? Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>